with uh, custom mm. cars. And that ended, ended up doing a lot more than that. Uh, it ended up <laughs> allowing you to see other players' uh, custom cars online, which like was Dang. a feature that I had requested for a while, but it had always been like, I don't know if that's possible. You know, I'll try, I'll see yeah. about it, and I'll get back to you. And then like accidentally, he gave me exactly what I wanted, which was great. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Corner Podcast. I'm your host, JC Squared, where I will be going and interviewing multiple guests from the Hot Wheels community. Today's guest I have with me is Omega Puss, otherwise known as the distance guy for Accelerators Mods. How you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. Um, just woke up, had a bit of a late la- night last night, um, watching some messed up anime. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, well, let's this not, is a uh, trash taste. Yeah, let's so let's let's not yeah let's not veer into. into I made the mistake of, of going into. I saw I saw the video. It was. I made the mistake of going into anime too soon yeah. with my conversation with Vulcan. So let's just go straight into let's it. Let's ignore that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did you how did you get started in the community of Accelerators Distance? How did you do that? Uh, so if you know Alex Chosen, he was actually the guy that started me off uh it was alex chosen and i I don't know how to pronounce the second guy's name but he lives in um he lives in germany i think he's either dutch or german his name is ziu it's like spelled x-i-o-o-o it was him and alex Mm. chosen uh just made a bunch of uh accelerators maps for distance and at that point uh, you know it had been years since i'd even heard about accelerators I still add like you know some of the some of the uh, my old cards and cars and memorabilia from when I was a kid from when I used to really watch and love the series, and I had actually found out about distance through completely different um, means. It it, um, it it had been a game that I just was playing a lot, um, so mm. I started off with its predecessor, Nitronic Rush, and I just quickly fell in love with the gameplay. And then when I found out that the mm. team behind that game was making a sequel i jumped on that i like backed it i like you know got into the kickstarter into the alpha you know oh wow i was just really excited about it Uh, and then someone i knew through steam um like sent me links to some of the maps because i think i may have mentioned something about accelerators to them or or maybe not i don't know i don't know exactly like how i found them but i found some of these maps Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh my god you know this is incredible um and then i thought well these are good but they could be better uh, and so Ooh. I hopped into the uh, <laughs> distance level editor and I was just like, I can make the skybox purple. Like I can, mm. like, you know, I can, you know, fix the theming elements that are missing. Uh, because in a lot of the levels, they were just like visually lacking. Um, just because oh, yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of effort put into them. It was just more of like a thing that that these two people were doing because they're just like, oh, wouldn't this be cool to like recreate this thing that I knew from childhood? And then I found them and I was just like, oh, there's so much potential here. So I created, um, I recorded a video for um, Zio's uh, Storm Realm. I think it was, I think it was um, more or less that track layout. I just uh, added some cosmetic effects and then re-uploaded it. Originally, I was just like, Mm -hmm. no, no, I don't need to upload these maps. I just want to fix a few things in them. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, it became such a hassle to like pass off the maps from one another that I just started doing map making on my own. <laughs> um, and that in and of itself was a journey. Um, but the video I think was, yeah. was what, uh, sparked everything because that video that I uploaded, 
uh, got, I think, around 150,000, 250,000 views, which I was not expecting. What? Uh, yeah, but I think the reason Whoa. why is that I called it an Acceleracers video game because I was just like, oh, my God, like this, <laughs> oh, is, okay, this yeah. is what I've wanted in an Acceleracers mm-hmm. video game, like the like the platforming, like the gameplay, the the um, yeah. the um, the visuals were up to par mm. with with what I would expect from a, an Acceleracers video game. And then with the, every update, it just kept getting more features. Like you got an animator, you got like retexturable yeah. simples, you got like uh, skyboxes, you know, warp bank, just all these different tools you could use to make stuff of the quality. Like, have you seen any of uh, uh, Pines of Chaos's maps? Like that's the oh, standard. Of course. Yeah, is, his stuff is possible. insane. Exactly. Insane. Exactly. That's the toolkit that distance gives you in order to recreate these things, in order to craft your vision. Yeah. You don't get something like that from Roblox and you don't get something like that yeah. from uh, from even, you know, Hot Wheels Unleashed and a lot of other things. It's it's like yeah. thematically, you've got so much control over what you can do in distance. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you take away the accelerator stuff, I just really like the flexibility of the editor and yeah. the uh, variety in gameplay. It just Yeah, I can agree. I remember doing one of uh your contests i think for the track editor i did the stunt track challenge. i remember that one yeah yeah the stunt track challenge uh one of the buccaneer bay ones and i remember just thinking there is so much going on with this editor oh, yes. like it, it was it was a lot more than i think i could handle because I, I used to do roblox stuff a lot but i think i wasn't all in and a lot of it felt like it was just basically copy and paste for me, but yeah. I thought it was still good enough. I feel like that it would be interesting to put out there. Um, I don't know if anyone has done any more stunt track challenge stuff. I don't. I don't know if too many tracks are out there, but I thought it was pretty neat at the time. Yeah, stunt track uh, challenge so. is underappreciated, definitely within the um, within the the Hot Wheels um, umbrella of of, of mm-hmm. works. Yeah. All right. Well. How how long was that actually? Uh, Vulcan told me that he got in it because of you, and that was I think almost three years ago, so twenty eighteen. So what what year did you get into it? Twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? I remember it was still when okay. I was in high school. Um, so it was a while okay, ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was in high school in twenty seventeen. All right. So that, I just can't believe how old the community is <laughs> in general. It feels like. Yep. It's just been going on for so long, but it's only just now sort of getting more popular. I don't know. What What are your opinions on that? Um, Has it been getting better in terms of more people, more views? How, how are your streams and stuff going? Well, the streams, I think, have, have uh, started dropping off a little bit, but I think that's more to mm. do with the fact that I'm uh, making less realm stuff and more um, rent. Like I'm not recreating things is, is the problem. Um, because yeah. what's popular is, uh, you know, recreations, revisitations of, of everybody's favorite cars or realms or characters. Mm. Um, but the direction I'm trying to take it is in more of a, um, taking the world and the, the elements of acceleracers and separating that from anything that happened canonically, like acceleron yeah. cars are a thing. Yeah. We can decide what they look like and we can decide what they do. We can fill in the blanks here. We can kind of chart new territory Mm -hmm. Uh, because it just after a while it just sort of got stale just um just rehashing the same territory over and over and over again yeah yeah i mean how many how many different versions of the storm realm do you think there are on distance Uh, at least five (laughs) 
<laughs> at least five. At least yeah, five. I, I know. It, there's so many like different little ones. And did I? Uh, I forgot. Did you complete that? Um, was it world race all the way to the ultimate race, or did you just do the ignition? It's a big for those. Maps? It's a so a majority of the work that I've done for the community has mostly been organizational because I quickly realized mm-hmm. there's way more work than I could ever hope to get done alone. So oh, okay. uh, it was mostly um, in the vein of kind of um, broadcasting the stuff that I was doing in the hopes that I could get more people to do it, which I think I've been oh, fairly yeah. successful at, like General Kenobi or... Um, or oh, yeah, uh, General Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pines of Chaos is you know doing his own thing and got into it for his own reasons and mostly just does right. distance maps and occasionally does realms maps. Um, but yeah, no, a few other people um, who who have seen the need and heeded the call, for lack of a better word or phrase, um, and started, you know, making maps and, and redoing maps that, you know, don't have a good version. And that's something that I'm very big on, too, just always just continual improvement, because if I had my way, all of the maps on the workshop would be at the quality, like on par with stuff that Pines puts out. But... Oh, <laughs> that takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort That's and it takes lot. a lot of skill. Um, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's an ongoing project. It's there. You never yeah. stop. You're never done. You're never finished. It's never perfect. Well, all right. Uh, I want to shift gears just a little bit. Um, what do you think of Hot Wheels Unleashed right now? And do you think it's been more of a detriment to how people are building tracks or do you think that the track editor is good there? Do you think it'll be more popular? How long do you think it'll last, you know, um, comparatively? It's hard to say. Uh, I, I I, still play it, but mostly just to try and mm-hmm. finish my collection. I think once I get all the cars, there's not really going to be a whole lot of reason for me to continue playing. Yeah. And I play mostly to complete the missions, not because the gameplay itself is a reward for me. Then again, yeah. I don't really have anybody else that I know that I play with. I could see playing it on a regular basis if I had friends that were just like, hey, yo, hop on, you know, unleash, let's play mm-hmm. a few matches, but I can, you know, uh, beat you in a race or something. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but just playing games online or locally just for fun, the gameplay is solid, but it is also mm-hmm. rather limited in scope. There's only mm-hmm. um, so many directions you can take it. Um, and the fact yeah. that it's always the same environments. Yeah, that one's the one that hurts me yeah. is the environments, yeah. I feel like. When it yeah, comes there, was to... a lot of, there was a lot of, yeah. you know, hopeful optimism when the game was announced that, oh, no, they'll have an environment editor. It'll allow you to do stuff like that. Yeah. I, I was never so much. hopeful <laughs> about that. No, yeah. I, I yeah. never thought that. I mean, because that that's something that not a lot of games do because it requires a lot of work. And also if you want to do it well, you basically like have to dump out a pool of Legos for, you know, the players who want to, to, to use your editor, just like distance, what you get in order to build my Accelodrome, you don't get like pre-built, like, like Excel, you know, wheel of powers or, uh, or like um, red lamps or, you know, track textures or whatever, what you get um, are tracks and shapes and out of those shapes yeah. you can build larger structures and you know it gives you the tools to to line up the textures and to to change the texture color values sizes mappings etc it's a lot more complicated but it gives you a lot more control and that's something yeah. that i always just felt like most AAA games were 
were too afraid to do. They didn't want to scare like the the um, the player base by giving them too much to think about or too much control. Yeah. Um, so uh, unless it's modding, like unless it's mods to replace yeah. the environment um, and you know modify the physics and stuff, I don't know if I see accelerators really finding a great home in Hot Wheels Unleashed. It's, mm. it's probably going to go the way of Infinite Loop. Yeah. Man, that's... Uh, Infinite Loop. You got to bring that one up. Yeah. Hole in my heart. Yeah. Poor thing. <laughs> that poor thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was just thinking um, how, how people have been kind of treating Unleashed recently is that it has a really fun livery editor and such. It does. But it is extremely... Um, yeah, it is very limited to its like core gameplay. There, there's just really not much you can do. I think one of the biggest critiques I had of it was that you couldn't really do anything in the air as much as like I mean, you could skip and stuff, and you can boost around, but it's not like you can like do turns and twists. I feel like as much um, as you could in previous Hot Wheels games and. And I was always wondering why they didn't allow more air movement, I guess. Uh, just in my my opinion, I was always hoping for a little more air control. And I guess that's why I like distance a little bit more. But I got to say, distance for me, I remember doing the tournaments, the endurance tournaments. And I was just like sweating like the entire time, just sweating my, my hands because it's... <laughs> you're just trying to survive the entire time it's like don't die just don't die just don't die That's please don't die i don't want to die i often get complaints <laughs> about like oh it's so hard and i'm just like it wouldn't be rewarding it is if very it wasn't. It's super hard i can't not make I it remember... hard what you're asking is for me to make it unfun and that doesn't sound like a good idea <laughs> yeah i know i think the first couple of times you did it it was just too hard to calculate points uh yeah. the no, it like was just, just doing <clears throat> it was just doing standard stuff and then you also had the amount of skippers and yeah no i was because at the beginning i was just like stuff. no 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 you're right no i should penalize skipping but then i realized like if i try to like rewatch <clears throat> all of the all of the gameplay and like try and you know yeah. catch people who are like are you know arbitrarily just kind of behaving in a specific way then like that's oh my god I'd much yeah. rather just design maps in a way that either discourages or prevents skipping and then just be like, mm. you know, everything goes. Have fun. Yeah. Because then you don't yeah. have to enforce it. Then they either make it or they don't. And all you have to all you have yeah. to worry about is the um is the scores, leaderboard scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was a really good change, even though it is much harder. I think I stopped participating because I just couldn't I don't have enough time, but yeah um they are extremely fun uh if if you're a viewer watching this right now just know that they're really fun i think what are they every month every month you're, first you're saturday of the month yeah so first saturday of the month for people that uh want to get involved in that it's basically just go in find a team sign up uh into his server and i'll i'll link his server and stuff down below um i want to get back to how did you get into the 3D modeling aspect of mm. distance? Because you have the you have the actual mods in distance. Yeah. So this is no longer the track editor, which comes with it. This is now yeah. the, the modding scene. Yes. How'd you get into the modding scene of distance and with the 3D modeling? So modding for me um, has always been a like, I don't understand it, but it works. So I'm not going to mess <laughs> with me, it. It's me. Yeah. 
I uh, I don't know a lot about um, uh, like C sharp coding, which is what you need. To, it's the coding language that distance is built out of because it's the coding language okay. that Unity is built out of. Yeah, uh, yeah and people yeah. much smarter than me uh, came up with a um, a a few mods for distance and um, documented them well enough that I was able to learn how to use them. And so mm. what you see on my on my streams when I'm importing a car is me using the Unity interface and following a guide uh, in order to format the vehicles properly uh, in a way that the mod written by um, by Nico loads them into the game. Ah. Yes. Um, so I got started with modeling, actually, because uh, I got invited to a fan game um, with our, our jig and Valken and oh, a yeah. few other people. It was the very one of the very first ones to come off the ground. And I remember seeing these 3D models of these uh, like accelerators cars and being like, oh, my God, that's cool. And like then, you know, the custom car mod came out for distance because it, for a yeah. while, like it just wasn't there. And then I remember thinking, OK, oh, my like <laughs> this opens so many more possibilities yes like i just like immediately i was just like i need these models i need to put them in distance mm. i need to do this um because i you know it was really exciting for me to think about and i thought well if it's, it's exciting yeah. for me then it'd be exciting for a lot of other people uh and it was it's um some of the most enthusiasm i think i've seen for distance uh, in a while is yeah. when I released the video showcasing custom cars. And then of course, when it got no, the were, update yeah. <laughs> that allowed you to see other players, custom yeah. cars online. That was insane. That was just that was like, because it, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Uh, it was only, so the, the mod author actually just changed a few lines of code so that replays would work properly with uh, custom mm. cars. And that ended, ended up doing and a lot more than that. Um, it ended up <laughs> allowing you to see other players' uh, custom cars online, which like was Dang. a feature that I had requested for a while, but it had always been like, I don't know if that's possible. You know, I'll try, I'll see yeah. about it, and I'll get back to you. And then like accidentally, he gave me exactly what I wanted, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> I I remember when that happened. Uh, I think, when was that, like 2018, 2019? 2019, maybe? I think. 2019. Yeah, it was around distance yeah. advent calendar. I, I remember something. watching the video and going, no way this is happening. No way this is happening. How How is this happening? And I remember just trying to follow your tutorial as fast as possible to try and get it working. I'm like, this has to work. This has to work. This is like the only uh, Acceleracers video game at the time. I mm -hmm. think this was before yep. all the other ones. Even, yes, uh, exactly. Even like Roblox. No, I think yeah. it was before the Roblox modeling team got really good. Uh, this was like the first stuff yeah. uh, that came the off the track. first taste, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hey, look, if you need textures, I've got textures. I'm throwing them at you. I think I've still, just, got, just uh, I've still got your, your textures on Jackhammer and Spinebuster and everything. There you go. See, it still works. Yeah. They still no, look they're, good. They're on there, yeah. uh, it, it's funny because I remember making them and thinking, these are awful. <laughs> these are the worst things. As long as they're clean. <laughs> and, and, and then I realized just how bad the, the texturing scene was. And luckily, luckily, I did have some help. I was yeah. glad to help a little bit. I know Project Accelerators has used my stuff too. Apparently, uh, I don't know if you lent them it, and then I, I'm not, they just put my name yeah, with it. I I don't remember because I know my so. your name and my name are in the credits, and I was just like, I don't remember giving anything to this. The <laughs> AR Fan Game Repository has a lot of uh, a lot of Teku textures that I donated. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but I don't think I put that any of your it. stuff in there. Yeah, no, it's mostly just, mostly just vectors for, yeah, 
for well i don't know how it got in i just know it did get it someone yeah. someone sent it It could have been rj good if we're in for i don't know you know i don't know but um i always found that quite quite hilarious that i i came on one day and <laughs> at least uh, you're in the I, credits and, i mean better than not being and, uh, <laughs> and i was like oh i'm in the credit wait what did i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh that was a funny time um i guess okay i guess yeah we we kind of got that done um I guess what what would be your favorite part about modeling? Do you do you enjoy the modeling section of I it? Do, I do, I do. Uh, I enjoy modeling. It's very time consuming, but the flip side of that is that mm-hmm. it's very rewarding to really see something that you picture in your head um, come into shape. Like uh, when I modeled, for example, um, uh, it wasn't anthracite; it was something else. It was um was that was that the Vert Wheeler one, the the one that never was released? That one or different no. one? No. Just uh any cars that I would that I would model once they just started finally coming together and I'd be like, Oh, you know, it's it actually looks like I want it to look. You know, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't look like trash. It doesn't look like garbage. Hold on, this looks good. <laughs> it's just been it was like such a shock, you know. Because yep. I've never been really an artistic person. Uh, you know, I used to draw as a kid a little bit, but it was always just kind of doodles. And I was just like, oh, you yeah. know, this looks so kind of okay. And like occasionally I'd luck out and I'd have like clean lines and curves and I'd be like, that doesn't look awful. Um, but yeah. with this, like you were just able to iterate and iterate and iterate and fix and tune up and, and tweak until it looks exactly how you want it to look. And that's a very, yeah. you know, rewarding feeling uh, to just feel like you've created this thing exactly how you want it to be. And that if there's anything wrong with it, you can like, after enough time and experience, you know exactly what buttons to push and in what order and and, yeah. and what things to change in order to get this thing looking exactly how you want it to look. Uh, I'm, I'm mm. by no means like on par with someone like Vulcan. He has, um, he's, he has grasped the, uh, the more enlightened higher concepts of uh, <laughs> hard surface modeling uh, and has a, yeah. has a better, better modeling workflow uh, i think a lot of people do i just kind of do it i don't know and just do it yeah. yeah i know you stream it a lot uh, yeah do you do you um i know you, you recently you've done this is that you get people's opinions on what new to make because there's not right. I, think, I don't know the art comp- so, competitions yeah no um so yeah no instead of like trying to to like work with one or two people i just kind of open it up for anybody with new ideas and if somebody Mm. has something that's good you know and people think oh yeah no this is like good i like this um then uh we just go in that direction you know what i mean and Mm. that's that's the nice part about how it's not like uh how it's not i don't know it's something that people volunteer their time to do and it it remains that Mm -hmm. and it remains something that people are enthusiastic enough about that they take their free time and they contribute you know Mm. Uh, like axel contributes by you know modeling base meshes recently general kenobi put a bunch of finishing touches on a model that i had more or less kind of you know finished um Uh (laughs) and everybody works together in order to get these things off the ground and everybody you know shares mm-hmm. the credit and shares the reward and like everybody benefits I don't know. there's just a that's strong nice. sense that's wholesome of, yeah that's so wholesome yeah because 
you know, it's it's not very uh, common, it feels like, in the grand scheme of, of uh, Accelerator's projects and modding and everything, it felt like, for a while... Uh, there was some. There was always a little bit of drama that come up every every three or four months, and the team didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. They split up. They do their own new projects and yeah. stuff. So it's good to see that you still got like a good solid, uh, I guess, guess fan group right there, uh, and and contributor group. Um, yeah, the main contributing factor to that, I think, is being able to relinquish control. Uh, the server isn't mm. mine, and it's never really been mine. I own it. Um, I run it kind of uh but it doesn't Mm -hmm. belong to me um neither does the channel neither do my streams they're they exist as a community forum and the control that i have is mostly just to fix problems with this community forum things that other people don't like if i ignore that responsibility Mm. that's where the drama starts if i ignore that and say you know oh you know you know screw you this is my thing i get to decide what happens with it that's what leads to drama yeah um, but yeah. by recognizing that uh, this isn't something that I own and this isn't something that I control, it exists because of the sense of community, because people as a collaborative effort come together to to donate their time in order to doing this thing, Yeah. then it survives. You know, it, it only survives mm-hmm. if you recognize that and if you respect that. Yeah. And, and I think that leads into my next question here, which is how how healthy do you think that the Acceleracers community as a whole is? Has it been leaning leaning tippy toppy? I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, I think any any fandom tends to have unhealthy parts. Um, mm-hmm. People who obsess or get really um, abnormally emotionally invested in in mm-hmm. the community. But there are also parts that are healthier. People who appreciate it as a hobby, as a, you know, kind of for the nostalgia and don't take it too seriously. Um, So I can't really speak for the rest of the Acceleracers community. While I'm technically in the Hot Wheels Discord and a few other Acceleracers Discords, I mostly just keep them muted except for at mentions. So I'm never on there. I have no idea what's going on. And frankly, I don't have the time to keep (laughs) on So I don't know. I don't know and I'm healthier for it mentally. Okay. I guess that's, yeah. It's it's always nice to have your little subsection and just just stick to it sometimes. Um, Is there, I guess, yeah, I guess that... That answered the next question I was going to ask, which was, how do you think you could improve the community? It's like you just have good areas and you just focus on those good areas. You know, it's a hobby and such. Yeah. Um, it's a good creative but outlet. Um, but if you become too emotionally attached and too sensitive to criticism, then you open yourself up to a lot of negative emotions. Uh, when I first got into mm-hmm. the community, actually, I fell into that trap myself um, because I wasn't perfect, but I was spending mm-hmm. a lot of time and effort and hearing anybody joke about the work that I'd done w- felt very hurtful. I took it really personally. Yeah. Um, and so it took a while for me to detach my self-worth from the, from like the quality of my work and realize like, mm. just because I make things that are imperfect doesn't mean I'm a talentless hack. It just means that I need to improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that goes back to what uh, Vulcan said at one point. He said there's a lot of new people in the community that don't know how to um, communicate and such yeah. pro- or, or don't know what what people that have been here for a really long time sort of already are joking around about things a lot. 
when when it does mean a lot to people that, yeah. that just get into it i think accelerators have had a good video on that recently about collecting and making fun of people overpaying and such when they just want to collect because they love it too yeah. um so i think that's a, that was a really good point man um how did you other than uh, how i want to phrase this question um how did you decide on the name omega plus uh, all right <laughs> how did you decide I, on i've that? got a step-by-step kind of uh timeline i've got a pipeline for okay. exactly how it happened all right so uh step one on my steam i was just like oh the omega like symbol is cool a uh, hyphen omega oh, hyphen. oh yeah, 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 yeah oh i'm edgy oh look <laughs> at me i'm so mysterious and enigmatic uh and then i had my youtube channel which was originally like millennium zero gamer because i made it when i was like 12 um mm-hmm. and uh, and then i changed that to opus because i was just like oh no it's deep it's latin opus is uh, it's latin <laughs> okay um, so see i didn't even I, know what that I was i think it was originally like um like magnum opus or opus magnum or something that i uh, oh, that oh, I, oh oh okay, okay that i did and that was like partially inspired by um ultra magnus from transformers because mm-hmm. i was really into transformers like video games at that point uh <laughs> i still occasionally will boot them up it's good nostalgia um, and, uh, and that's what I decided I, I wanted the name to be. And then I was just like, well, I could shift this. I could change the image because it was a bunch of like really cheaply kind of, you know, basic color scheme, like, uh, Microsoft paint artwork that I had kind of mm-hmm. decorating my, um, my channel. And I was just like, well, this, this yep. could stand to be improved. Uh, and so I took the <laughs> symbol that I had on, um, there's a whole story behind like almost literally everything the triangle yeah the triangle yeah the triangle i took that and then i was working at a pc repair shop at the time and there was this like cool like water spill on the counter and i was just like oh i like that and so i like <laughs> i like got down with my camera uh like took a picture of it like with a bunch of glare behind mm. it and then like uh turned up the noise a lot until you couldn't tell what it was originally and just slapped that on the on the symbol i had recolored it and it was just like bam i'm purple um, <laughs> okay that works yeah um and then i was just like omega and then uh magnum opus and i was just like i'll just replace the o with an omega symbol and i like didn't really mm. think about how you would pronounce that i didn't really cross my mind i was just like that looks cool and i just left yep. it and then originally there i was just like so that is omega pus omega pus and then i was just like yeah that sounds weird but then i was just like no no no, no. don't lean away from it this is who you are <laughs> lean into the new one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lean, lean, lean into the to the to the strangeness <laughs> yeah. that's a fun story that's so weird yeah. um how did you where did when did you think that uh youtube was gonna be big for you you know other than the the like one video you said earlier um, when did you like really start just saying yeah i want to keep doing this i kept for, getting for really positive feedback every time i uploaded mm. videos i'd get people being like oh my god you know this is this is so cool like like what yeah. this is this is amazing I, i've i've you know i've always wanted something like this this is like a childhood dream come true and i was just like <laughs> i'm I'm doing good in the world. Yeah. And you just, it was just a lot of positive feedback. And so that was really mm-hmm. encouraging to be like, I need to make another video because that felt really nice. And I'd like to feel like that again. Yeah. I, yeah, I just cool. kept doing that. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's good. That's so wholesome. Your community feels like the most wholesome one out of, out of all of them. As, as far it's as completely the accidental. Go. We're degenerates. All of us. <laughs> it's, it's completely accidental. Uh, yeah. Um, 
were were there any um were there any other content creators that you watch that have influenced your your style of video or what did you kind of base it off of um i feel Random. like most people have a story here <laughs> Most people are all like, no, I've watched, you know, these videos and this, you know, this kind of stuff. This Mm -hmm. is like how I've wanted. Um, My experience with it was like, I want to just give the content that I would be looking for, like just a playthrough. Just Mm -hmm. like you get to see all the gameplay and you get to be like, oh, okay, this happens, this happens, this happens. Okay, this is more or less how the game feels. And this is an actual game. Oh, there's links in the description. That sort of a thing. Mm. Um, A much less impersonal or sorry, much more impersonal than I think a lot of other people um, in that um, that a lot of people tend to like add their own commentary and stuff when I was much more like, they don't come here for me, they come here for the content. So I just slapped that up there. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. And um, as far as influence what was really fun towards the beginning was seeing other people on YouTube play my maps and then comment on them because like, I didn't really have anybody else in my life that was into accelerators that really cared about the maps at all. But then there were these Mm -hmm. strangers on the internet that not only like, you know, were interested in them, they really liked them. And so they were just like, what, you know, he he did all this like, Oh oh my, (laughs) like, well, this is so well made. Oh, I can't believe it. And like, I'd just be sitting there watching it. Just like, yes, yes. Say more, say more. Yeah. What else do you have to say? (laughs) Like uh, Vulcan, when he first got into it, I think he was one of the first ones that I, like I was on YouTube and I was just like, wait, other people are recording videos. Like other people are noticing more of us. Yeah. Just like, what? And it was, yeah. it was like, like a much more tangible representation of the impact that I was having. Cause it, it, mm-hmm. a lot of the times it felt like, you know, I just like posted the video and then, you know, some people saw it and then just kind of forgot about it and went on with it. Like that was what, that's just kind of what yeah. I assumed the direction I assumed everything was, would go. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that, that always tell me, uh, from that from that era i feel like it's like oh yeah i i know i know omega yeah i know that guy it's like wait you do <laughs> i think for for one of them it was uh spoilers i remember talking to spoilers about uh how he got into youtube he's like oh yeah distance i know distance <laughs> how did you get into distance? he's like i've seen the videos i've seen them all uh so it's it's always intriguing to see that uh and it always surprises me too. I guess it, it, you came out such at an early time. I feel like in the community that uh, a lot of people, a lot for a lot of people, you were the introduction back into uh, Accelerators YouTube in a way. Because I mean, I, I don't know many people that are as popular. What do you have? Like six six thousand subscribers? Maybe um, a little under something? eight thousand. I think I'm like seven point seven. It has really slowed okay. down to a trickle at this point because I'm not exactly yeah. breaking new new ground with my videos here. <laughs> It's not, I'm not playing Hot Wheels Unleashed, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was. But no, you were. Like, you were. It's not really yeah. like, that, that was like hardly the most uh, um, popular content on my channel. Mm. I don't know. I like Hot Wheels Unleashed. Never, but it's, never blew up there. Yeah, it's never, it's never been the, the most exciting um, game for me of all the different Hot Wheels games. Mm. It's been more exciting for me to like go back and revisit stuff from like 2004, like uh, Stunt Track Challenge, yeah. for example, or Hot Wheels World Race, yeah. which oh, I think that's yes. probably one of my proudest moments is just getting that game to work on PC. I was about, I was just about to segue into that. I forgot about that. 
all your tutorials on how to work uh, Stunt Track Challenge and like Velocity X. And I think, did you do Beat That yet? Have you done that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did Beat That. And you have done Beat That. So like all of those, um, what, well, how, how much of a challenge was that? Beat That? <laughs> there. Or for just all of them the most like challenging to get them one to run and stuff had to have been hot wheels world race that game Dang. you need to be more or less like an expert level um like programmer or just have a lot of like experience in reverse engineering in order to actually crack it do you want to know what happened sure I, go for it i We're got here. lucky <laughs> i got lucky i purchased a laptop like a an older laptop uh, with a dual uh-huh. core processor and then I, on a lark, decided to try and install a game on it. And it actually worked. And the reason why <laughs> is because the game's installation code needs to recognize a CPU with only two cores. If it has any more than that, and if the net code what? is any newer than like a certain, like, um, than like a certain, like, you know, year, it just will straight up like be like, uh, I don't recognize this. Sorry, it's below the minimum required, you know, specifications. <laughs> it's just like basically like error, don't recognize CPU. Yeah, that was install. its max back then. Yeah, was no, dual exactly. Core. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anything newer uh, just straight up won't work if you're trying to install the game. So what I was able to do was install it on the laptop. And then copy and paste the game files because the game runs fine on newer hardware. It's not actually that you mm-hmm. don't meet the minimum system requirements. Uh, it's just that yeah. bug with the installer. Um, and so that was kind of just really lucky. Uh, and I'm glad because it's mm-hmm. a good game. And oh, like yeah. it has like a decent PC port and it, w- it really would have been a shame if that remained unplayable. Yeah, I think any of those really. Those are all really fun. Still no, yeah, they're uh, they're. I don't know. They just they seem like toys that never get broken. Like going back yeah. in time and finding like a bunch of like Hot Wheels and like race sets. And at one point, I had a, a toy Accelodrome that I was uh, playing with. That oh, was a trip. Um, that's sweet. Yeah, no, it 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 was really in really bad condition by the time I parted with it. As with was every almost everything that I that I uh, that I got as a kid because my philosophy as a kid was like no no, no I must not preserve this the, these these exist <laughs> you got to play yes, with it yes <laughs> these exist to be enjoyed no there there is no purpose That's in right collectors you're supposed to play with your <laughs> yeah no I, I just I never saw the point in ignoring the thing that was designed to be fun and like to have you know for you to have fun playing with it why leave it on a shelf. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course now yeah. it would be nice to have some of the stuff that's in good condition and be like, ah, cool. It's like still there and it still works. But at the same time, I feel like the trade-off was worth it. I mean, I enjoyed it as a kid and now mm-hmm. it's, you know, I had fun and then nothing lasts forever. Right. Yeah. And it's, I think that is, that is the difference between like the, the games though. The games are so nice and easy still. Exactly. And they I, are love that. I love that. They're perfectly digitally preserved. Yeah. Exactly. And I love that they're, they're uh, well, not even just exactly. You can upscale it now, mm-hmm. and like it's really nice to look at new now. textures. It's, it's yeah. like whoa. No, no. Uh, I know. I don't know if you heard about the modding scene for World Race, and them trying to speed. They're they're creating a speed run mod for World Race. The the game. It's quite insane. They replaced almost every texture in the game. Uh, the UI is different. Ever like the. It's it's just amazing. Oh, and this guy is just telling me. Uh, what was his name real quick? I have it right here. Um, please don't get mad at me. Uh, I'm already upset. <laughs> Enigma. Enigma. Enigma is the like uh, world race coder 
for the speedrunning community and it's just freaking insane he he showed me just a little bit and i'll have to show it at one point yeah, on yeah. my channel left to because it is a few links or something oh so, so cool looking it's it's all hd uis and he changed uh, it's just insane it actually is insane um how much he did in that and that he 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 was helping me get some of the stunt track challenge um decals out of the files because i was trying to i'm gonna try to redo some of them and such because i did uh i did a couple i did like a hot wheels graffiti one and some other stunt track challenge logos because i love those logos those are some of my favorite you know it'd be fun uh for challenge levels distance actually perfectly built to accommodate um challenges from stunt track challenge like the tower climbs or yes like the uh yes i forgot like about the, that yeah you know, the breakless or whatever mm -hmm. you know the other other stuff that they had that is perfectly built to accommodate that so all you'd have to do is um i mean you could you could go the direction of stunt track challenge with accelerations i think the reason nobody has done it yet is just because there's not as much enthusiasm for some reason mm. i think accelerations yeah. had a much bigger emotional impact and if yeah. you tried to look into it, it just came out at the same time yeah. well no not not just so stunt track challenge that came out at the same time as accelerators because i remember mm. playing them at the same time that's what i, I mean yeah um but the reason i think accelerators has persevered and that there's so much more content related to accelerators i think it it has something to do with the emotional impact of the story because right. Stunt Track Challenge was cool, but you didn't get as emotionally invested in Brian Storm's yeah. upbringing or his life or his story. You didn't point. care what happened Good to point. him because nothing happened yeah. to him because he was a game show host. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he was cool, like uh, mm -hmm. arguably cooler than Accelerators in a lot of different ways in a lot of the game design choices, but it didn't feel like it was it, it wasn't like personable. You know, not yeah. like Accelerators was because it had characters that were just like you could relate to. Um, yeah. And a story that you cared how it ended up and you wanted to know what was going to happen. In Stud Track Challenge right. and in other Hot Wheels games, it was more just like, oh, cool, like new level. Like, oh, this is neat. This mm -hmm. environment is neat. And I like a lot of the design choices that they've made with this environment. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with Accelerators, it, it's much more... Um, it's character it's, it's yeah, emotional it's, it's, it's investment in the person themselves rather than just the environment they live in yeah uh, and the environment they live in is just really cool <laughs> it is yeah no um, a lot of the world design choices uh were actually really inspiring as well mm -hmm. i think um that's i think that goes back to what's a little bit annoying about unleashed and not i i did wish it went the stunt track challenge way in just terms of gameplay yeah and it's it's almost more forgettable than Ryan Storm because there's no host, there's no anybody in it. There's it, absolutely just, no emotional investment. It, it's it's not even as as emotional. I feel like as um, Stunt Track Driver, which I mean, you you come across like it's like it's the kid putting the Hot Wheels car on the track. Yeah, even that like has just a that little hand bit of, yeah. putting it, it like kind of the, puts you. It's you yeah. putting it, it brings into, you into the, the game, digital yeah. space. It's just like whoa, and, and in this, know? it just spawns. Yeah. You know, it's it's what's going on it's all fantasy but we're all little yeah. cars uh it's it's a little more micro machines -y. Yeah. make no mistake and it's a good game it's well built uh and they made a lot of oh, really right, good right, design right. choices yeah and they've they've done the whole thing really professionally but you're right um 
that yeah, emotional it's, it's appeal very isn't there. Yeah, no, just like take something like, for example, like uh, God of War. Uh, the entire reason people mm-hmm. relate to it is because you care what happens to the characters, and they don't always yeah. get their way. I mean, that's yeah. that's really you can't have that feeling of like it being rewarding without risk and without conflict. Hmm. Yeah, I think I I do it, and I think this more has to do with how Mattel sees the brand of Hot Wheels rather than the game developers. You know, the game developers are just, they're making a product based off of how Hot Wheels wants a game to look, sort of. And I think think Hot Wheels just doesn't understand that they can make emotional games as well, or or just even just a little bit emotion. Like I said, just the little guy or little hand putting the car on the track and you know it, it goes and it's like oh you're there with it you know yeah. i mean that's why marketing something, executives something make connect. such high salaries is because they understand these things that other people are just like <laughs> well, it's a good game why isn't it selling <laughs> oh man that is yeah i can't i can't speak to that much uh i guess we'll have i'll have to find a one of the Mattel execs and just talk to them and say, Hey, what's up? Hello. I would like to talk to you about some of the bad decisions, in my opinion, you've been making concerning your brand. Right. And just be like, Hey, uh, Jeff Gomez, just hire him again because he did a pretty good job last well, time. See, that's, I think the I entire know. reason that accelerators has, um, has remains where it has. And you see that with battle right. force five as well. Um, yeah, Battle Force Battle Five, Force I think, 5 still isn't has bad. a great following. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, and by its own, it, it's like it is solid. Uh, I think the reason a lot of people don't like it is because it's got a lot of similarities to Accelerators, uh, and they're just like they yep. look at it and they're like Accelerators, and then like they see things yep. that are just like no, it, it, is, it is distinctly exactly. not Accelerators, and they're like ah. exactly. I, and I, that's what, how I remember it. Yeah, that's how I remember Battle Force Five as as being advertised as Accelerators Five sort of because it had the big old five there and they're like yeah this is vert wheeler and he's going in a new adventure and i was like oh cool i'm gonna watch this first episode this ain't vert wheeler who is this dude like he's he just blonde power rage wrong <laughs> everything's wrong he's blonde in the wrong way <laughs> someone moved a chair in another dimension or something dang it <laughs> in another timeline oh, oh you God. thought i was that yeah. vert wheeler no no relation I know, and now they have like three different vert wheelers because of Infinite Loop, and I just, I, what's the mascot? I feel like they need a mascot again. Uh, it's a, Vert's a great one. Yeah, it's it's it is a bit of a story. I know they had a um, a cartoon, like a '60s, like they Hot Wheels had a '60s cartoon, and that's actually yep. what they ended yep. up doing with World Race is they took that character and gave him a son, Tom Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. So Tom Wheeler was was the main character of like the '60s cartoon, uh, and they're all they all like they change you know permutations depending on what what uh, is happening. It's what's a good parallel here? Something that looks different mean, like... every time, but keeps having sequels. It's like. Uh, it's oh, reboots or reimagining? Basically, like yeah, they just reboot like it every time. Point. Yeah. And they like they take the same IP, um, and then they give it a different flesh and blood and story and story writers and art team and and as a result, you get something that looks and feels different, but is technically a part of the same lineage or canon or borrows from a lot of the same things. I think yeah. um, 
Dungeons and Dragons is a good example because it's all high fantasy, but it's all different permutations of more or less the same basic concepts is, uh, mm-hmm. is you know, racing suddenly important. Yeah. You know, um, that's funny because that's what Jeff Gomez would say. Yeah, that's what I remember. <laughs> it's literally, it. literally. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, when oh, I saw great. Jeff's post, actually, it was really um, kind of inspiring. It's a lot of what gave me the ideas to go off in the direction that I am going in with my channel and everything mm. I, that I'm doing Yeah, in that, you know, you take the core concepts and, and the basic concepts and you just apply that as like a foundation. You don't need to revisit mm. stuff that's already been done. D and D isn't fun. If you're always going to Mordor to destroy the one ring, um, yeah. or if you're always, you know, you know, just doing the same things over and over, it's the, it's the foundational principles that really make it what it is. And I feel like there's yeah. a lot of potential. I feel like that's more like that's the future of accelerators. There's a lot of potential for developing like RPG frameworks, uh, for developing like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, VR props, you know, like if you wanted to go in the direction of making various different games, you wouldn't do it. Uh, with the same exact story, you take the premise and then you'd give it yeah. new characters. You would host this new thing in the world of Acceleracers. You would not yeah. redo Acceleracers. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I, I think probably one of the only ones I've heard that, that was like, no, don't don't go back for now. Just do something else in the same world and then come back to that. Maybe, or I would say then come back to it and finish off. What Revisit it momentarily from time to time. In order to remind people who are watching of what they are doing there and why mm-hmm. they are there and give them something new. Uh, in the words of Taro, uh, the Accelerons believed in moving forward. <laughs> who are we? Oh, we've been stuck for. Yeah, who are we as a community if we just keep years. chewing the cud, more or less? Yeah. Keep processing the exact same uh themes and characters and and settings exactly mm. as we remembered it and it's it's not conducive to growth mm. man that's good that's good stuff i know i've had a, an idea of uh of of a video of just how should we bring accelerators back if, if it does come back and i think if it does uh, I don't go there's no right way to now, continue but... the story from where it left off that has to remain a mystery um mm. at this point there's no yeah. way and it, and it sort of can yeah because it, it it sort of just leaves it off it's it's one of the almost perfect cliffhangers that exactly it just i don't like think many people opens up a lot about. of possibilities just like oh it happened this way um, yeah what? and it, and it created this community of us still trying to figure out what happened <laughs> that's one of my <laughs> it's uh, like why are we still here yeah that's one of my long-term goals is to try and write an ending for the series um but i haven't ever really yeah. started. I know there's been several projects that have um, gotten off the ground, and you got Tom Wheeler's yeah. Tom Wheeler's exactly yeah no. five finish line yeah I um and A L Seg's comic book based off of that yeah <laughs> but well that is certainly interesting and I wanted to ask uh, in that same regard do you have any other future plans uh, for the channel where you're going with it you know what's what's the big idea i don't know <laughs> i have no plan ah, i uh come up with these ideas that i think are cool and then i just try and follow through with them and then if i think of something else afterwards i do that 
Um, and then there's a few mm. things that I just do continually, more or less, not because it's breaking new ground, just because it's it it helps um, maintain a like a con, con, like a cohesive community environment. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people see the tournaments that gives them something to talk about um, in yeah. the channel. They can talk about who did well, who did poorly, how they felt about everything, mm-hmm. uh, and then talk about like, oh, I'll trounce you next tournament. Or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it just gives um, people something to talk about, and it f- makes it feel like there's a direction that the server is moving. Um, mm-hmm. I really have a problem going in a lot of different directions with a lot of different project ideas that I have, and that's all. That's been a like a consistent thing for me because I've got so many different like quote unquote good ideas, things that are exciting, yeah. and that's that's the problem mm-hmm. with it is that it is exciting not just for me but for a lot of the, of other people so i have to fight the temptation yeah. to like do one or two hours on a project and tease it and then just be like oh you know what's happening here i'm working on something cool mm. and then everybody like getting excited and me being able to yes i i am important and talented hey, 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 yes <laughs> and then just finish the things that i say that i'll do and before yeah. moving on uh, which is why i've been stuck so long on uh like making these acceleron car designs is i just want a full roster and once i have that once i have that I can shift gears, but I can't mm. stop until it's done. Um, ah. And if, unless I want it to never get finished. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, just keep on trucking and then we move on after we're done with what we've been working on. Exactly. Sort of. That's good stuff. Um, well, I just want to thank you for coming on. It has been a great 53 minutes, uh, according to my timer 54 here. 54 almost. Uh, 54 yeah it's almost a 54 are there any ways people can find you other ways that they can support you patreon youtube just Uh, have at it uh, patreon is always nice although at this point uh, i've more or less discontinued a lot of what i was doing with it Uh, it mostly had to do with um, fixing and replacing car models for distance Mm. which is what a lot of people wanted Um, but i've since as i mentioned not done that as much because I've been more focused on getting Acceleron cars out. Uh, but, you know, if you want to support the streams, if you want to support the channel, if you want to support me, Patreon, yep. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to post a link to that in the description, uh, Patreon, YouTube, and Discord yep. are basically it. I uh, I am a subscriber to the philosophy that social media is uh, is damaging to your mental health in a lot of ways. And so I try and limit <laughs> myself to just Discord and YouTube. Uh, and so far, it mm-hmm. seems to be working. So yeah. uh, those are the three channels that I use. And if you want to reach me, that is how you may do so. Well, there you go. Uh, and you can reach me, JC Squared, pretty much anywhere on the internet because, unfortunately, I want pain in my social media mental health. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at JCC underscore 2224. I'm J-A-Y-C-E-E squared on YouTube, JC.squared, JC dot squared on instagram and of course all links down below in the description and yeah thanks for coming on omega plus thanks for having me uh, it was great having you so uh any any last words before we go oh wow uh i didn't realize it it'd all be over so suddenly well i'd like to say <laughs> goodbye to my friends to my family i'd like to thank everybody who's been kind to me that's that's nice yeah and uh on that depressing note 
Goodbye. Final words. Yeah. <laughs> this has been the Squared Corner Podcast. Music composed by Steve Rockett. Video and audio recording by Riverside.fm. Video and audio editing by JC Squared. Logo art by Miguel Martinez. Special thanks to Ratchet RPG01 and AL Seg for being members of the channel. And lastly, supported by you, the viewer. Thank you.